This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation, and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews, we're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back, everybody. It is time for Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast covering the Las Vegas Raiders. We appreciate you being with us. If you don't already subscribe to the show, do us a big favor. Subscribe wherever you get your audio and turn on that auto download for us. We would certainly appreciate that as well. We're ready to talk some Raiders football. And to do that, as always, it's not just my show. No, it's myself. It's Mo Moten. He is the national NFL writer over at Bleach Report. Yeah, you've heard of that small little website. They cover the NFL a little bit. Do some demeanor on there for a second. But anyway, Mo is with us. You can follow him on Twitter at M O E M O T O N. That's Mo Moten. I am at LV Gully. The show, SNB Today. Here we come to you on Tuesday morning, the day after. Wait a minute. The day after. Yes, the day after. <laughs> playing with my stupid buttons. The day after Josh Jacobs and the Raiders cannot come to a deal on a long-term new contract. So Josh Jacobs now has to play under the tag or at all. We're going to get into that in just a minute. But, Mo, we're starting now. This was the first step to, quote-unquote, the season getting started. We were waiting for this decision. You and I have talked about it for weeks and weeks and weeks. And not to toot our own horn, but I will – and that is, we've said this is uh, kind of how how it's going to go all along. You've wrote about this several times, too, in your pieces. By the way, Mo, I was also the Raiders columnist up on sportsnot.com. So, Mo, this is not surprising at all. Most people were not surprised. Some fans are surprised because I think they were holding out hope that it could get done. And it sounds like it almost got done to some certain degree, depending uh, where you get your news, but not at all surprising. Yeah. I, I, I would say if I were to take a poll of the people that follow me on Twitter, a lot of people are frustrated by the news, but they're not surprised. Mm-hmm. And as you say, they were hoping that a last minute deal would come through. If you read Tom, Tom Pellicero's tweet, he said Josh Jacobs is in the parking lot with Max Crosby ready to sign a new deal. It just never happened. And that's how close it was. While he was close in proximity to the race facility, <laughs> I question how close they were in numbers. Josh Jacobs did say on Twitter to Kenny King that it was about security, not so much about the uh, the payday, as Adam Schefter said in his report. So what 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 Josh Jacobs probably means by that is he probably wanted more years than the Raiders guaranteed. were offering right. and more guaranteed money because those are the two things that give you security in NFL. Right. Guaranteed right. money. Because we all know players can be cut at any time. So guaranteed money coupled with years on a deal. 
Yeah, and that's where I'm interested. And again, we may never know the truth unless Josh Jacobs or Sark talks about it. I mean, he's he was lending out hints and talking on social media. Uh, even though he would say no comment to the papers, he was commenting in on social media. Really interesting uh, kind of story with that. But nonetheless, I mean, this is what Vinny Bonsignor wrote in uh, this morning's Las Vegas Review Journal. Our good friend Vinny, who'll be on the show very soon. He said, quote, nevertheless, as Monday progressed, the Raiders were willing to go above market trends to secure Jacobs beyond the season. So to your point, reading between the lines of that one is that the Raiders were going to give him cash. They just weren't going to give him years. And so if you if we go on that assumption and again, we're, we're completely going on an assumption here, just making it clear. We're not saying we have inside information or we know. But by all the statements we've seen from Jacobs and now from Vinny's story, you have to believe that's what the holdup was. And in that case, again, I'm going to say it, and you can call me a shill for the team, whatever the hell you want. I see the Raiders' perspective. You're not going to give a guy a four- or five-year deal. Now, if they were giving him two years, okay. If they were giving him three years, okay, maybe. But you can't in this day and age, Mo, with the wear and tear that running backs take and with the way the market is, you can't as a team that's rebuilding, because it is, go that far the other thing is if you read Schefter's report even though josh jacobs disputes the part about payday Schefter's report did say that josh mcdaniels is basically prepared to run to have a running back by committee that he's used to having a running back by committee but that jacobs all pro year basically surprised him yes so what that also tells me is that josh josh mcdaniels is probably going to revert back to what he knows and that's using multiple running backs, which you talked about last offseason. So I think a lot of us were surprised that he just ran with Jacobs as the workhorse. From Vic Tafer to us to other uh, Raiders outlets thought that, yeah, we're going to see three to four running backs touch the football. And I think that's what we're going to see going forward. Sean yeah. Reed, the athletic, has already said Zemir White is going to be more involved, whether Jacobs is there or not, this upcoming season. So knowing that, that the Raiders are going to revert back to what Josh McDaniels knows, and that's a running back by committee. Josh Jacobs is not going to have the year that he had last year. So if you're going to pay him top dollar and and for four or five years, it just wouldn't make sense from the Raiders' perspective, knowing that his production is probably not going to match last year's production. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Correct. And you have to recall, too. So so a couple of things. And I want to say this because you and I have said this all along. I don't fault Josh Jacobs for trying to get everything no, he can for not. trying to get a 10 year contract and trying to get a hundred million dollar, whatever he not. thinks he's worth. I'm all for it. At the same time, the market is what the market is. And you talked about last year. Yes. 2022. What a great season. He's had a good young career. 340 carries last year. 340 carries. Only Derrick Henry with 349 had more, okay? And so you get it. So so a lot of fans, I think, too, look at it this way. In based on the conversations I've had with them, especially those that DM me on Twitter, is, hey, look at the year he had last year. He's had such a great first four years. Um, he deserves everything. And, and believe it or not, 
unlike you and I, Mo, where we, you know, let's say you do a great job writing your NFL stuff for Bleacher Report. You got a lot of readers and you're saying, okay, now it's time to pay me, right? Which, of course, we all have a petition started for Bleacher Report to give Mo a lot more money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but in the NFL, you're not necessarily paid on what you did. You're paid on what you can do in the future. And so with Josh Jacobs, unfortunately, this is the way the business runs, okay? And I know there are other positions. I had somebody tweet at me, well, who touches the ball more than running backs? They touch it more than wide receivers. But centers do too. So my point is here that you can't just give a guy based on last year. Yes, you maybe give him a nice bonus. You sign him for a couple of years and you do what you can. But I think that everybody's looking at this the wrong way because we look at it from the, the, the lens of our own lives and how we're rewarded for good work and how you get good stuff going forward. And I understand that, but that's not how the NFL operates as a business. And I understand people saying, well, give it to them anyway. You can't do that because the same people who would be bitching that, hey, they should give him whatever he wants when they lose games this year because they don't have linebackers and they have no money to go get anybody – they're going to be complaining about that and that the salary cap wasn't managed well. <laughs> look, look at it this way, Scott. And this is the one argument that I would have if I'm the Raiders against mm-hmm. paying Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs had an all-pro year, won the Russian title, had his best year, had the best year of his career, and the Raiders went 6-11. and 11. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not saying running backs aren't important, but when you when, – how how much do they factor into the wins and losses? Yes, the Raiders would be a better team with Josh Jacobs on it. No question. But how many for how many games are they is a running back moving the needle? Even if he wins, get this, he had the best year of any running back. He had he won the rushing title. Right. Won the rushing title, had over two thousand yards from scrimmage, and the Raiders still only won six games. So what that tells you is that you can pay a running back top down. He can have a great season. But if the other parts of your football team aren't operating at an optimal level, you're not going anywhere. You're treading water. And if you're going to pay a premium to a low premium position, it's not the greatest of ideas. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Josh Jacobs doesn't deserve a race. He absolutely does. But it would make more sense if the Raiders had won. Have been eleven and Correct. six instead of six and eleven. That's, now, if they, yeah. they, now if they went ten and seven, eleven and six, I would say, yeah, well, he's part of a team that went to the playoffs, won double, had double digit wins, and he was a big part of that. But even with his best year, they won six football games. Yeah, and right now, I you can argue that how much better is a team this year than it was last year, especially especially on defense. Jimmy Garoppolo is still a question mark. I know I've said Huge. Jimmy Garoppolo may operate a lot better than Derek Carr at the quarterback position. But it won't matter if Jimmy Garoppolo is not available. We have to start Brian Hoyer or Aiden <laughs> O'Connell or Chase Garbers for five or six games. Oh, yeah. So uh, to me, if you're the Reds and you're looking at this and you're being honest with where you are right now, That's you're not funny. you're not a playoff team. No. You it's, may you may be and, a 500 team. And, and a 500 team shouldn't pay running backs top down that's just the business of it and and that's the point mo because a lot of people i've seen in the com just watching the conversation not necessarily people conversing with me say well okay so you won't give josh jacobs this money but you'll give jimmy garoppolo this money so two things with that kind of mentality number one is jimmy garoppolo was always brought to las vegas as a bridge quarterback make no mistake about it he is not the guy going to be your franchise quarterback for the next six or eight years okay number one number two is it's like saying hey well listen that guy who fixes my car, I don't care if you drive a Toyota or a Mercedes, 
Great mechanic. He's awesome. He is the best there is at fixing cars in my city. That's it's a different job than us. Let's say a doctor. Okay. Doctors get paid different. Their, their value, not saying it's right is, is more than a car mechanic. Cause there's more of them and their position while important it's different, right? So I, 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 maybe that's not the best analogy, but I'm trying to say here that you can't compare what quarterbacks get paid to what running backs get paid. And your point about them being six and eleven last year, that's where I think it's hard, really, for fans to understand. And I get it because fans are emotional; they should be. So I'm not going to say don't be emotional as a fan, but as the leader of a team. And I know a lot of you don't like Josh McDaniels; he's got a lot to prove to me as well. But the reality of it is. They were a 6-11 and 11 team, and, and while anything can happen, they are in the process of remaking a roster. So why would you give a running back? It might take you two seasons to get to be a playoff team. And if that's the case, why would you give a running back a three-year contract or a four-year contract where by the time he gets to the end of it, I made this point on the show before, Mo, he, he's going to miss the window. And, and I'm all for Josh Jacobs testing the market next year and getting what he deserves. God bless him. But this team is not in that position. And I, I'm just I'm struggling with finding why people don't seem to follow those breadcrumbs. Right. I, I just again, I just believe that the Raiders are being honest about where they are right now. Again, had they been had they had, if they had went to the playoffs last year and won 10, 11 games, I think they would have been more eager to strike a deal with Jacobs. You know, even even on a long term, because you say he's a long term piece of, of of a playoff caliber team. But the Raiders are in this transition period, whether you want to admit it or not. We've said it plenty of times. I've used the R word plenty of times. This is a rebuild mm-hmm. and rebuilding teams just don't pay low premium position players, right. running backs, linebackers, centers, guards. Those type of teams don't are not going to pay top dollar for for players that typically make less money. Then the quarterback, you bring up Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I saw a lot of arguments. Why Why would you pay Chandler Jones? Why would you play Jimmy Garoppolo? What do those two positions have in common? Those <laughs> the players, those positions usually get paid. Even the average yeah. edge rusher, even the average quarterback is going to make more than some of the top running backs, some of the top linebackers, some right. of the top safeties in league. Unfortunately, that's the, that's the way the pay scale works right now. The NFL yep. may have to, if, if the players push – they're the CBA. They're going to have maybe make some changes there, but those changes aren't going to be made right now. And it, it is what it is. As Saquon Barkley tweeted, it is what it is right now. That is the pay. That is the pay scale for yeah. running backs compared to other positions. I saw a graphic that said that kickers on average are paid more than running backs, which I saw, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. But you know what? That that's, that's a fallacy because there's how many kickers in the NFL? 32. How many running backs? 160. So when you average them out by the yes, number. You average them out exactly. It 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 dilutes it. So so right. so people get and that was tweeted by uh, what's his name? It was a wide receiver. Um, one of the NFL players tweeted that at first, which was interesting. But anyway, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to continue this subject because it is the the subject of the day here on Silver and Black today, and amongst Raider Nation and the NFL, because the running back position now has become the the most oppressed position in sports. So everybody has an opinion on it. Everybody in the media, everybody who plays the sport, even other people in other sports are commenting on it. So we're going to talk about that when we come back. And I want to put it into some perspective for you. I'm not anti-running back. I'm just about keeping it real and speaking facts and talking and taking the emotion out of it 
because emotion is not how you make business decisions, just not. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about that. Stay here with Mo and Scott. This is Silver and Black Today in Odyssey Original Podcast. Don't go anywhere.